0: If you want to grab our Men's Lifestyle Supplement Male Advantage eBook or my personal workout and diet plan, all links are in the bio. Okay guys, welcome back to another video. This is probably my most important video that I've ever made. It needs to be said, like... I thought I'd said it enough, okay? Like, I'm, I'm pretty angry. Like, I've made enough videos on this subject. But so many, and it seems to be younger guys, still don't understand the game, okay? And the, the reason I'm angry is because I know where your fucking future heads. Like, guys, I was right about all the tropics. I was right about hollow cheeks. I was right about getting in shape. I was right about crypto, soul, etc. I'm probably fucking right about all the other shit as well, right? And I don't say that to be cocky. But fuck me, guys. We got, like, 19-year-old guys in the comments, like, piping up saying, oh, you don't know about women. Like, I don't like mentioning this shit because I think being a player isn't, like, something to be celebrated, whatever. I think it's just some, like, normal, average shit if you get to a certain level in life. I fucked a lot of girls. When I was young, that's all I used to do. From, like, 14 up to a certain age, that's all I used to do. I started at, like, 14. I've literally taken... To, I'm in the second year now. I've literally taken two years off away from women. Do, do you know how much pussy you have to get to take two years off to be away from women? Do you know like how many women you have to have slept with to be like, I can take two years away and it doesn't bother me? Like, I don't want to bang on about that too much because I don't find that impressive. That's not what I want to be known for. But I know about this shit. I've done this shit in the past. Like I've experienced a lot of stuff. And I've got guys in the comments saying, oh, you know, you talk about money and you value money up here and you think money's the best thing ever. Money's not important. What's more important is game. Like, being able to chat to a woman. Trust me, guys, you have no fucking idea. This game shit is fucking pathetic, okay? Like, guys who are like, oh, I got game. I go up to a woman and I say that. Shut the fuck up, you fucking moron. Honestly, the biggest dickheads in the world. There's no... What is game? Game. Well, it's get, honestly, you could go up and say your best line, I'll just fucking throw you out of the way and go and fuck the girl in five minutes. Like, there's certain guys out there that are just killers. They just they just know what to do. They've just seen shit in their life. They've just experienced shit. I, I fucking cremated my dad. I've burnt his body and it's up on the side. His ashes are up on the side in a box. Like, I've buried my best friend at 18. I carried his coffin. Like, I've seen some fucking nasty shit. Like, I've been in the world for a long, long time. And, like... People don't understand the severity of the world that we live in. Like, they think it's a fucking game. Like, we're just going to roll around. And if I say this one little line, trust me, if you live in this little Disney fantasy fucking land, you will be what I call a wishy-washy man who has no fucking plan, who just fucks up his life and nothing goes to plan, okay? And I'm going to break all this down here. I've got all my notes. Like, I knew I I I knew I was just going to get too angry to be able to like remember half this shit. So I've written as as much as I could down. It's like, honest to God, like I'm getting people piping up in the comments now as well. Like, oh, you're a bodybuilder. Oh, if you learnt to fight, do not go down that route. When I hit, it's like a gunshot going off. (laughs) And people people think they know. They're like 18 and they think they know life. You don't know life. And I don't tell you this to brag. I don't tell you this to be like, I'll oh, fuck you up when I see I don't want to do that shit. I'm just saying I've got that ability. I would do it if I had to. Like, don't try and fucking come at me and try and slice my brand or me and whatever and my pride and whatnot. Don't, like, put some respect on the name when you're talking about it because I'm that type of guy, okay? It pisses me off. But the reason I tell you this shit it's because a lot of people will tell you stuff for views, okay? They'll say, they'll talk about the narrative. I'm like fucking another side of the story. I don't tell you what you want to hear. I tell you what you need to know. By the end of this video, you might be like, Chris is a cunt. I don't like him. You know, but you might be like, I hate that guy. That guy's a prick. If you take my advice, it doesn't matter. You will be wildly successful. You will have everything that you want in life, okay? But yet people just don't see it properly, they don't see it properly. They think, oh, Chris is being horrible. You say, like People say, oh, Chris is like my father figure. Well, this is the best fucking father's lesson, okay? It's the best lesson I can ever teach you. This is the best shit I could ever tell you about because it will save you for life. And the first thing I want to talk about is the importance of money, okay? So I made that gold digger video where I was like, gold diggers don't bother me. And they don't. Women love money, right? And some guy said... Um, he's actually a regular on the channel, I was quite surprised, but you know, you can you can disagree with me on the channel, it's cool, okay, but when you say things that I know are gonna fuck you up in the future, it worries me, that like your life is gonna be worse if you don't change his mindset, and he said something along the lines of, um, you know, Armani suits and Lamborghinis aren't just gonna attract women, I want more than that. Okay, I'm worried, I'm really worried. If that's what you think money's about, you must be really young or naive. That's not what money's about. Like, maybe you had a really good upbringing, but trust me, I can tell you different stories about how money protects you, okay? And it's like, I'll blend it in, okay? So people say to me, oh, love's more important. You know, family is more important. Oh, you're going to be with a hollow woman who only wants you for your money. I'm going to be with a woman that loves me for me. All right, Disney princess with your fucking stupid little mindset. Let me actually teach you something about life, okay? Like it's, write this down, guys. Like pay attention, clip this or some shit. Cause I've lived this kind of life where I've been in my overdraft, I've been in massive debt, I've had to put water on my cereal in order to um in order to survive because I couldn't afford milk or anything like that. Like I've been in those scenarios. Here's what's gonna happen to you, okay? You're going to get into a lovely little relationship with a lovely little Disney princess, and she's going to say, I love you for you, babe. I don't care how much money you earn. I love you. We can build this together. Okay, sounds fucking fantastic, right? What happens is you start moving down the line in life, and then certain things pop up. So you're just moving along, you're earning your money, and you say to people, it's fine, we earn just enough to get by, and we're happy with that. We've got two children, and life is lovely. Okay, fair enough. And then one random month, their washing machine breaks down, right? And they go, shit, we don't have a washing machine anymore. Oh, it's okay. We can get by. Can we afford another one? We've just about got enough money. You know, I'm not sure, but we can always go down the laundrette. We can use that instead. Okay. You know, not, not too much of a problem, a little bit of stress. Okay. Next, move on. Yeah, we handled that well. Driving along to school in the morning, dropping the kids off, car breaks down. Car's fucked. It's, it's smoke coming out of it, and you go, "Shit! I bet like the kids have got to try and get to school. You know, it's like a thirty, forty-minute drive. So really, like, it's a decent school. We work hard so that we can put them in that school. Car's just broken down. I'm gonna have to try and get the kids to school somehow, and then get that car to the car garage. I'm gonna be late for work. Fuck! What do I do? Right, so you get the car to the car garage, ring your boss, gives you the day off, says, all right, let's use it as leave. Okay, right, these are scenarios that happen in life. It's it's what you younger guys don't understand yet, okay, and the shit that I've seen. Your car breaks down, you go to the car garage, and they say it's a write-off. It's fucked. You're going to get money for scrap metal. That's about it, kid. Okay, how much? Well, 60 quid scrap metal. I'll give it to you right now. I'll give you the money. I can scrap it myself. Okay, fuck. Never mind. Okay, so we don't have a car now. You go home, you tell your missus, we don't have a car. And she goes. Okay, shit, what are we going to do? We can't afford another one. We don't have the money to do that. We literally get by every single month. Now, the panic stations are starting to build. Now, oh shit, maybe Chris was right all those years ago. Maybe I should have fucking listened to that big-eared idiot and actually did something with my life. But never mind, let's let's see how you get through this as a couple, okay? Because you love each other, Disney style. Woohoo! So you move forward and you say, let's see what we can do. Well, the kids have got to go to that school, you know, the missus is adamant about it, well, the the schools in this area aren't good, that's why we drive to the other ones, you know, I'm not having my kids in a lower school, alright, fucking hell, more money coming out of my pocket, that's something we're going to have to do, so the kids are going to get have to get there somehow, okay, so now we don't have a car, you know, we're just going to have to get on the tube or something, so we're going to have to pay travel for that. We have to pay the travel fees for the tube or the train or whatnot, or we're going to have to go into debt. Okay, well, you know, tube just doesn't sound logical. There's going to be a lot of money in there. We're going to have to go into debt. So we have to take a loan. Okay, we can take a five grand loan for a car. Okay, what's the monthly repayments? Oh, it's about £150 per month okay, well, fuck, you know, our monthly budget was like £150 per month that we'd use for enjoyment and the kids and whatever. That's how much we had left over after all the bills and whatever, you know, and food and rent and whatnot. That's that's all we had left. So now that's going to be going on a car over five years, three years, five years, whatever it might be, right? But you're going to be suffering. So now all the enjoyment gets sucked out of your life. Now and you, you and your missus are going... Hmm, you know, this isn't, you know, questions are starting to get raised. She's starting to go, hmm, well, this isn't great, but okay, I still love the man, okay, right? And you start arguing a little bit more. You start bickering back and forth, like fucking Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man, right? And it gets to a stage where you just go, I need to do something about this as the man. You start working harder. You start working more hours. She starts saying, well, you're never around. You know, this isn't nice. I never get to see you anymore. You start having less sex. You start arguing more, you know? And then out of nowhere... Kids come home and they're like, we've got school trips to go on. Okay, we've got school trips, it's going to cost £400 each. Like, everyone in the class is going, if we don't go, it looks a bit shit. Well, you know, babe, where are we going to find the money from? Ah, uh, we've just put that five grand on that car for the loan, we've got the extra payments, shit, what are we going to do? You know, well, we're just going to have to go into our overdraft. So now you're in a fucking situation, right, where you're in your overdraft, you're in debt, you've got payments which are going out which are, like, exactly the same as your monthly bills. One little thing pops up. One little thing pops up and you are fucked, okay? So then stress starts to build. Panic starts to build. You start arguing with your missus all the time. You start snapping at the kids, okay? You got your new car, your new five grand car. You give the missus the keys one weekend. She goes out, you know, you're just in the house. She comes back in the house. She's crying a little bit. What's the matter, babe? Oh, I I crashed a car or somebody crashed into me. It's slightly dented. Here's how a rich man deals with this situation. Oh shit, are you okay? Right? Oh babe, you only worry about me, you're not even angry, you're so, you know, you're the best man ever, I love you. Everything's happy, because he's got money, he doesn't need to give a shit. Here's how a poor man reacts to that situation. Ah, there's a fucking dent in the car, what are you doing? You're driving like a maniac. You know we're in debt, we've only just took a loan on that car, what the fuck are we gonna do? Now they start arguing, now the relationship gets worse, now everything builds up, life gets worse one step after the other. And this is what people don't understand, okay? This is, this is the importance of money. Everybody thinks it's about Armani suits and Lamborghinis and a Rolex watch. Look at me, I get women. It's about being free. It's about not having those stress fucking levels through the roof. It's, not, it's about not having all that negativity. It's about no matter how much you plan your life, which I recommend doing to the highest possible fucking limit, shit will still pop up. Stuff will still happen. I sit there randomly some days and I get an email, oh, you, you, £800 bill for that thing. I'm like, what thing? Oh, I remember a year ago when you did that thing with the, yeah, here's the invoice. I'm like, a year ago? Seriously? The no, fuck it, i got to pay it, whatever. Shit just randomly pops through. You just randomly get stuff. You know, it always pops up and it's always at the worst time. Like, that scenario I just gave you, be a fucking extra tax bill... Or that guy, he's working at a factory and the boss goes, you know, things are as shit as they can be right now. And you go to work and you go, well, at least I've got a job. And then your boss goes, we're going to start laying people off. You're going to have to go. Or we're going to cut people's hours. So you're going to work four days a week. And they're like, shit, I'm going to have to go and get a night job just to pay for the kids. Now you're tired. Now you're stressed. Now you never see the missus. Now you and the missus are never having sex. Kids are starting to get on your fucking nerves. You're snapping more. You're not a nice person to be around. You know? Having money changes your entire personality. Like I said, when you've got money, your missus comes home, she's dented the car, and you're like, baby, you okay? As long as you're safe, that's all that matters to me. When you've got no money, is you fucking idiot? Why have you done that? Why don't you drive more carefully? What are we going to do? Oh, that's a massive claim. You think I made of money? This shit just escalates. It's a ripple effect, and this is what people don't understand. And like, this is what makes me so angry, because I, I know the guys in the comments haven't lived life. They haven't been out there. They haven't gained that experience. They haven't been that close to being homeless like me at least four fucking times. Okay? Like, I've taken gambles in life. I've gone down to my last penny and then beyond and then had to fight my way back up and then had bills coming in on top of that. So you get paid and more goes out. And you come, I'm actually more in debt and I just work my bollocks off for a month. I guess we go again. And you've got to find new ways to collect that money. You've got to start... Like, how, like guys say, to you, oh, how much is the microphone? It's like a £60, £80 microphone. You know, how much is your lighting? I think it was like 40 quid. Like, how much is your camera? I think it's like £330. I don't buy expensive shit if I don't need it because I'm used to living like shit. I've been through the fucking trenches. I've been poor as fuck. I know exactly how it rolls, right? But a lot of these people just think money's all about Lamborghinis and Armani suits and Rolex watches and, you know... Taking a woman on holiday and stuff like that. That's the good shit. That's the shit I talk about to motivate you. The other shit, the foundational stuff, that's what keeps you alive. That's what keeps the fucking lights on. That's what keeps you happy. People say, oh, you know, I'm I'm so unhappy. I'm so depressed. My life is going nowhere. And it's like, I guarantee you're not a wealthy individual. I guarantee your life isn't above that self-worth line. I guarantee that. I guarantee you're getting shit off your boss at work, I guarantee you're not with the woman you want to be with, I guarantee your bills are too high, I guarantee you don't earn enough, it just adds to the mix, okay, and I know that because I've been there, I've, I've been in that scenario where I've had a missus, it's the other thing that pisses me off, okay, People say to me, oh, you've clearly, you, Chris has clearly never been with a woman that loves him for him. Trust me, my last girlfriend and me, we were fucking meant to be together, okay? Like, we went through some shit. Our whole fucking house flooded like three different times because they didn't fix it. We were up till five in the morning with a new dog that we fucking rescued with not enough money to pay for shit, you know, sat with our house flooding and our landlords blaming us and saying we're going to give you a bad review so you can't go into your next place and you got work in two hours. Like, we've been in some serious situations. Like, I joined, at that same time, I joined this company and they went into administration and I got, it was two, three months without payment. And then I had to find another job in between that whilst paying all these other fucking bills. And London's not cheap. And she stuck with me through thick and thin. She went and did a factory job on a night shift, right? And she just walked there every day, walked back at night, whatever. It wasn't nice. Like, my pride was getting dented. I was like, this hurts. It's the woman that I love. She stuck with me through some difficult times. Starting to feel like shit. Like, I should be providing for this woman. I should be returning the favor. Like, she stuck with me through all of that. And I still left her. Why did I do that? Because I got some boxes to tick. I had to go and tick some shit. I could get back with her in the future. Right? It doesn't matter what man she gets with. Move aside. If I want it back, it's mine. That's my mindset. She might say otherwise... I can fucking take it whenever I want it because that's my mindset. You know, oh, what's the criteria? Tick, 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 done. Your other man, is he matching that? No, fuck him off then. That's my mindset. I've got a killer's mindset. You know, but there was back there was a time where she stuck with me. So I've been in a relationship like that. I've been in a relationship with a woman that loved me for me. I didn't have anything. I didn't look too good. She loved me for me. I still left because there was shit I needed to sort out first. I understood the entire game. I, I understood, and here's my next point, that it doesn't matter, and this, this woman was beautiful, okay, but it doesn't matter what woman you're with. If you're with a low-level woman, if you're with an ugly woman, if you're with a woman who's high-quality, a woman who's beautiful, if you're with a woman who's got low-maintenance, high-maintenance, it does not matter. They will all want the same fucking shit, just different versions of it. I am yet to meet a woman on planet Earth who doesn't want babies, at least more than one. I'm yet to meet a woman on planet Earth who doesn't want a mortgage. I'm yet to meet a woman on planet Earth who doesn't want to get married and be a Disney fucking princess for the day. I'm yet to meet a woman who doesn't want to take holidays. You know, I'm yet to meet a woman who doesn't want a nice car, who doesn't want family trips, who doesn't want to fucking enjoy themselves, go out on dates, dress up, wear nice stuff, have nice makeup. Yet to meet a woman who doesn't want all that shit. The most low-maintenance woman on the planet who is the nicest woman ever. They still want that shit. And that's the situation I was in. I was in with a woman who loved me for me and I still cut fucking ties because I knew she wanted kids, she wanted a mortgage, she wanted to get married. I'm never going to get married. That was out of the equation. But the other shit, the trips, the whatever, that's all money and time that's coming out of my bank account that could have been put into my success. And that's one thing I will never, ever compromise is me. And this is what so many guys don't understand. Selfish men succeed. Here's one scenario, I stay with that woman, things don't really materialise, they don't go where I wanted them to go. Five years down the line, she goes, hmm, you know, I thought it was going to be better than this, I'm going to leave you. Okay, so now I've just wasted five years burning money like a fucking moron, and she goes off with some other guy who planned everything out, raised his money up, got into a good scenario in life, and she goes, great, I'm going to jump ship. I gave this guy a chance, didn't quite work out. All we're doing now is arguing. We've never got any money. I want a better quality of life. While I'm young and beautiful, I want to go and find somebody. And I don't blame her, right? Or I cut ties with that woman. I go away. I become fucking great. I build everything that I've ever wanted to build. I could go and get her back. There's an option there, right? You can have both. Or I can move on and get another woman and have a great fucking quality of life. But you've got to be dumb if you think falling in love and having this perfect fairy tale ending of holding hands, swinging down the road like some fucking stupid Disney film. Honestly, some of these guys in the comments need to grow the fuck up. They've never seen shit. They've never seen anything. Because honestly, that stuff doesn't last. You know, at 18, which I assume a lot of these guys are... Yeah, you can go to the fucking cinema for seven pounds and your girlfriend will be like, I love you so much. Marriage is coming. Two babies are coming, minimum. Fucking mortgages come in. You know, you've got that kind of money? Even the lowest maintenance woman ever who doesn't want shit will still cost you minimum, even if she goes half, about two hundred to two hundred and fifty thousand through all those things. Babes fine, we'll get a shit cart. That shit car's still gonna break down. It still needs fuel. Still needs an MOT. Still needs tyre change. Still needs a service. Still needs insurance. Honestly, guys, like how thick are these men? Like how dopey can you cunts be? I-, I told you at the start of the video. I will tell you what you need to hear. What you're not. I will tell you what you need to know, not what you want to hear. I'm not here to be your friends. As it used to call me a father figure. That's what I'll do. I will guide you. I'm not going to sit here, hold your hand and be like, yeah, all women are beautiful and they will fall in love with you and you will get married and have a lovely life. Doesn't fucking work like that. Women love dogs. They love cats. They love fucking houses. They want a bigger house. We've just had two kids. I want more stuff. I want a car so that we can all go out on family trips. Oh, it'd be nice and we could go on holiday. They just sprinkle all this shit in. They don't mean to fucking leech all of your money. This is just what comes with the territory. And if you don't have the assets, if you don't have the money, if, you don't have, if you've, you're not in that right position in life, you should not be dating full stop. You should not be in a relationship full stop. And this is why I don't mind... You know, I say gold diggers, but I frame that as all women are gold diggers because they all want this shit. They all want this sort of stuff. You will not find... Guys saying to me, oh, you'll never find real love. You're heartless. I, I'm with a really good woman. Your cash is still going to go. I'm with a really good woman who doesn't want to get married, who wants to live in rented accommodation forever in a one-bedroom studio, who wants to have zero kids, who wants to have... like I'm not saying kids are bad. I want to have kids eventually. But you saying this woman's going to wait? like She doesn't have time to wait. Like Are you going to find a woman that's like, baby's fine. I'm going to go without makeup, clothes, shoes, enjoyment. I'm going to save all my money. I'm going to put it towards your success. You're just not going to find that. You're not going to find that. So whatever way you look at it, you could be with a horrible woman or the best fucking woman in the world. Money is going out of your account. Time is going out of your account. It doesn't matter what you do, okay? And this, uh, honestly, I could, I'm, I might make this into a three-hour video. I'm tempted to do a live stream. Um, and I wrote down on here: all women need it for their goals. Like the, these are female life goals: marriage, mortgage, kids, all this shit, holidays, uh, a family car, right? All of this shit are female life goals. And they will relentlessly pursue them. And you know why they will get away with that with you? Because if you don't do it, some other fucker with a cock will. Okay? They will replace you like that. Some other guy will come in. He will do the same shit. He will spend more money on her and she will go fantastic. Yeah, but Chris, all women aren't addicted to money. Some women like you for your personality and your. Ki-. Go and display your personality to a woman. You know, go up to the most beautiful woman that you could see. Go and tell a joke. She's already made her mind up. I told you this about external attraction before. She's going to look at you and go, no, bum, I don't want him. I I just don't want him. I don't find him attractive. Right? And even if she does and she's like, oh, he's pretty cool. How big is your ego to suggest that your game and your personality is better than mine? Or his or his or the other guy watching it next to you? Right, if you're not a high-level guy, she can find replicas of you very fucking quickly. Like I said at the start of this video, stuff like game isn't hard, oh Chris, personality, that's a defense mechanism and you know it. Because you haven't got the fucking, the bollocks or the willpower or the passion to go and make serious money. You haven't got the ability to go to the gym at 5am every morning like I do for two hours. You haven't got that ability. You, you, you're not gritting your teeth and saying fuck it I'm going to rise up in the world but Chris why should I have to get better in order to impress women because that's the game of life fuckface. face like that's just what you have to do because if you're not willing to do it somebody else will it's like the 100 meter final really? is Usain Bolt on steroids? is Ronaldo on steroids? is Anthony Joshua on steroids? of course they fucking are because if one guy is everybody has to be if one person does it everybody has to do it if one guy goes to the gym, makes a ton of money, everybody else looks like a fuckface, face. Right? The level just goes boop. The bar just goes up. If I decide to raise the bar to here tomorrow, everybody underneath it is fucked and they're going to have to up their game. I don't know why people don't understand that. Honest to God. Like... It's the Darwinian male concept that I told you guys before. And just believing that there's this loved-up world where you're going to find the perfect woman, like some romantic, wishy-washy moron, who's going to find the perfect woman who was made for you by God. She was the one. Like, stop living in a fucking fantasy world. Believe me. I know married women that cheat like crazy. I know married Muslim women that treat like crazy. People questioned me on that yesterday. I know Muslim women that are whores, okay? They cheat like fuck. They're sleeping with guys all the time. And then they pretend and they, they pray three times per day. When you reveal the veil of life and you pull that curtain back and you see shit for what it really is, trust me, it's nasty. You know, my ex-girlfriend said at her school, Muslim couples used to sneak off to the graveyards after school and they used to have sex. So that their parents wouldn't find find out. And then they'd get married and be like, yeah, we're still virgins, right? This shit goes on. People are people. I don't care where you're from, what your faith is, what, what you believe. People are people. People get urges, right? It's, it's, there's a lot of shit you guys need to learn out there. And there's not this fucking amazing prince and princess world, happily ever after. We'll have perfect little kids and we'll do this and we'll do that. Trust me, shit's going to pop up. And you need money. Money is like fuel. It's going to fund all this stuff. It makes your life easier, like I said. If you want to prevent problems, the importance of money should be number one in your life. Tick that box first, and then everything else will unravel behind it. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about, guys, is wishy-washy men with no plan. Okay, this is a serious, serious issue that not enough guys are taking into consideration. People say to me, oh, you know, I get it all the time. A lot of women say this in the comments, but a lot of guys have started. Oh, this guy plans out everything. This guy thinks he's got his whole life planned out. This guy thinks he knows exactly what's going to happen. You wait until that random child pops up that you didn't expect and you watch all your plans go down the drain. That won't happen because I'm not thick as fuck. Easy answer. I'm not stupid. I'm not a moron. Like, I'm not... It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to slip up one night and be drunk and be like, Oh no, I'm having a kid with somebody I didn't want to have a kid with. Oh well. Like, no woman is going to trick me into doing that either. Babe, use my condom. Yeah, sure. I was born yesterday. I came in on a banana boat. Like, I'm the stupidest fuckface that's ever lived. It's, It's very easy to plan out your lives, okay? And if you don't plan out where you're going to be headed in like 20, 30 years, whatever, if you're not doing the necessary steps right now, you're going to be in serious trouble. And I often get a comment on the channel, but Chris, what if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? But Chris, I could do everything you say, work hard, put all the work in and get cancer in 10 years time. So you're wrong. Your whole system is flawed and it makes no sense. Buddy, if uh, every single man in the world dies at 30, let me know. Okay, just let me know if that happens. Let me know the probability of that. Very slim, very rare, okay? The point I'm making is it's probably not going to happen. So it could, yeah, you're right, could get hit by a bus, you know, could get cancer. Chances are not going to happen, especially if you're taking care of yourself, you know, if you're living a good life. You know, People say, oh, cancer's just one of those things, though. It c- It can just happen. It can't just happen, trust me. I've been through this with a lot of people. I've debated a lot of stupid doctors on this. It can't just happen, okay everything is causality, everything has a link okay it's not just it's one of those things don't have that defeatist mindset, please because that shit annoys me and um you know th- that's why we say to him is like yeah it could happen, but the probability of it happening is so slim it's not worth you placing your chips on that. you know because here's what's gonna happen okay here's here's what happens to guys who don't have a plan who go i'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it. You know, and it sounds all cool, like, yeah, I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to let life just flow, man. I'm just going to see what happens. You you stress too much. You put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let me do me. Let you do you. And let the chips fall where they may. Because we'll see who's got the right system in 10, 15, 20 years' time. Because I guarantee the guy without a plan will meet a random woman. He won't be a high-level guy, so he won't be able to get the woman he wants. But you call it love, because that's what people do. Uh, even though it's just convenience, which I'll explain in a second, then they'll have a couple of kids, he won't be ready for them, financially 100% won't be ready for them, he wouldn't have been prepared, he's not in the position he wants to be in in life, Then, then struggling, they're in that situation that I spoke about earlier, where things are getting tougher, things are going wrong, they're having to order fast food because they don't have time, they're out of shape, they're unhealthy, they're looking worse, suddenly a few illnesses pop up, you know, all this shit starts to unfold, and... Being like the cool guy at 18 who's like, I don't have a plan. I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to see what happens in life. You know, all this corporate world. Fuck the corporate world. It's like, if you think you can go without money, you're a moron. And like I said earlier, it's not Armani suits and Lamborghinis and Rolexes. It's got, it's got nothing to do with it. Okay, it's got nothing to do with money. Any Anybody can get those things. Like, There's a guy who worked at McDonald's that had a Lamborghini. Okay, You can save up for pretty much anything as long as you wait long enough. The average person on the fucking street has a Rolex now. It's not that impressive. okay? The money side of it is just, like I said, having that freedom. Having the freedom to execute whenever you want. And if you don't have a plan, you will end up in a scenario where you said, Oh, this woman's going to love me forever. Chris was wrong. Chris is a moron. He's heartless. All this shit. You will go through life and you will get to a point where you have said... Oh, my woman loves me for me. She's been with me for 20 years. See, Chris is a dickhead. And you'll be out of shape. You'll be sat in front of the TV, lazy guy, watching sports, bumming around, no money. And secretly, she's got fed up with it. And secretly, behind, you, behind your back, she's cheated with someone else. Someone who is a little bit higher level, who actually gives her what she wants. You know, let's say, let's say it is 10 years, okay? It's a little bit easier to take. And you got together at like 20, and she's been behind your back cheating with a guy who's 38 years old. She's like 27, and he's like high level, he's got his shit sorted, he's more of a man than you, okay? He had a plan in place, somebody like myself. He's fucking your woman, you have no idea, okay? You eventually find out, your life crumbles. Suddenly everything caves in, it's like a house of cards, it all falls apart. And that shock hits you like a ton of bricks, But because you haven't had a plan, you haven't been taking care of yourself, you're now left womanless and you cannot get another woman. And this is what happens to so many guys is like they don't set themselves up well enough to be somebody that women want to be with. And then they get to a point where, like I said, those bills start coming in. Women start wanting more in life. You personally start wanting stuff. You say, I I want to upgrade my life a little bit. I want to buy a holiday home. Your money just doesn't stretch that fast. You start becoming unhappy because you're like, fuck, I just can't. My life's been the same for 20, 30 years. It was sexy when I was like 18 being this like bum around guy. But now at like 38, my life's gone nowhere. I didn't have a plan. Now my woman's getting pissed off with me. She's gone off with someone else, you know, and this is what women can do. They can just go jump next one replaced overnight sex whenever they want as a man, if you've really let yourself go because you're just like, my woman loves me, she'd never leave me, and you're that certain of it and you don't have a plan in place to like protect yourself, which is something I'll get to later, you're going to be the one with egg on their face. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be heartless Chris, okay, who goes, um, you know, sacrifice women for a bit, forget the kids, you know, focus on yourself, build your own life. Oh, that's lonely. That's what, well, it won't be. You know, once I get to a certain age, and I can pick whatever woman I want, and I can have you know six kids if I want to, and we can travel the world whenever we want, and I can take the day off with the kids because I've got so much money it doesn't matter. It's a different story, isn't it? Okay, it's like here's here's the famous one that I keep getting offered on the channel. Guys keep saying to me, yeah, but Chris, it's all about family. I'd rather spend time with my kids, you know. Oh, you don't understand. Everybody should aim to have kids in life. It's like, I'm not saying I won't have kids. I'm saying eventually I will, but I want to be set up myself first. And these guys don't understand the irony of this, right? And guys, usually anything that you think I haven't thought of, I've probably thought of, I've probably dismantled it. I've probably thought of it in 20 different ways. I've probably pieced it back together and then came up with an even better conclusion, hence why I push all these beliefs forward to people. So you think, oh, Chris is behind me. He's not evolved yet. He must be a young man who hasn't figured life out. He doesn't understand family. I've watched my dad die, and when he was sat when I was sat at his bedside, the only people he wanted around him was his family. I understand all of this shit, okay? But all of the stuff in between that requires money, that's why money is so important, and I keep getting told, all right, fuck all the money, you're materialistic, you're stupid, I'm going to be a great dad to my kids, how are you going to be a great dad to your kids without money, explain to me, oh through love and passion, and how well you still got to put fucking money on the table, you still got to pay the bills, you still got to pay the Wi-Fi, the kids school uniforms and all this shit, and their lunches and whatnot, they still got to have a, like, a standard level of life, You know, oh, they want to play football. You've got to buy the shin pads and the boots. Like, kids come with bills, right? And the missus wants to go on holiday, all this shit. How are you going to afford that? Well, I'm going to work very hard, Chris. I'm going to go and get a, you know, I'm going to go to my job and I'm going to work very hard. I'm going to work overtime. I'm going to start working Saturdays. I'm going to get a night job and I'm going to put money on the table for my kids. So you're telling me you're never going to be there for your kids. No, no, no. You're missing the point, Chris. I'll be there through financial support. Hang on. What did you just say? I'm going to be there through financial support. I'm going to supply the money for them. I'm going to work so hard. They'll always have money. They'll never have to worry about anything. Yeah, but you're never going to be there, are you? So how are you any different to me? You're prioritizing financial and you're saying that I'm going to work hard to put that money on the table for my kids and my family so I can afford it all. How is that any different to me? But you're never there for your kids. So the thing that you're actually cussing me out for, you're actually worse at. Because if I don't have kids for a longer period of time, let's say 15 years later than you, and I work my bollocks off to build a business, set something up, when I finally get the woman that I want and I finally have three or four kids, when dad's worth fucking 50 million and he goes... I've done everything I ever wanted to do in my life. I'm going to spend the time with you lot and whatever, or I'm going to work part time. When it's half term, I'm going to spend the time with the kids. I'm going to leave work at three so that I'm always home for the kids. I can pick them up. You know, I'm going to take us on family holidays whenever I want because I'm the boss and I've got money. Like it doesn't matter. You know, my kids have got a great childhood, and your kids are saying, "Uh, yeah, dad was cool. You know, dad, he worked hard, but we never saw him. See, the point I'm making here. The stuff that you cuss me about is what your kids will say about you. They will say, Yeah, but dad's never around. Dad worried about money more. You know, dad was always working. Well, I'm doing all that shit first so that when I'm ready to do the family thing, nobody can say that about me. My kids will say, Dad was always around. He always made time for us. My missus will say, You know, it won't be marriage, it'll be like the partner, or whatever. She'll say, He's the best dad ever. He's always there for me. We've gone on like six trips this year, it's been fantastic. You know, we just bought a nice new holiday home. I don't have to worry about anything. There's always money available. Like, we don't have to stress. We can focus on our relationship. You know, our sex life is great because we're always in high spirits. I I work part-time, as in her, so she's always got time to be in the gym. I love my life, so she looks good, so I want her. Guys, it's a giant ripple effect. But this is when people say to me, oh, yeah, but you don't understand kids. Kids is the greatest love. I'm like, buddy, I've just proven there. I have thought about... Just just trust me on this. I'm good at this. I'm very good at this shit. Logic, practicality, like practical thinking. I'm just, I just have a gift at it. I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm just good at this shit. I don't know whether it's reincarnation. Some people have been here before or what. I just know stuff I shouldn't know. I'm 29. I know stuff that a 200-year-old person should know. If you've thought about something and you think it's a higher level of thinking than what I promote you should probably go back to the drawing board and reassess your thoughts. Or you should probably listen deeper to the message that I'm sending out there. Because I have just absolutely fucking dismantled every single argument that anybody's given me in that sense. The whole kids and thing, and the whole gold diggers and women love money thing, I've just blown that out of the water. You cannot watch this video and by the end go, nah, you're still wrong, because you would be in denial. You would be in complete denial. Unless you were like 16 and you don't know fuck all about the world, Okay. But like I said earlier, you just don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know what's going to happen in life. You know, you go down that little Disney pathway, you have your woman, you have your couple of kids, you get married, you get your mortgage, whatever. You're a hemorrhaging debt, you're still paying off your fucking uni debts because you've done everything so quickly. You hate your job, suddenly you lose your job. Okay, you're in shit street. Okay, you get another job, but it's a little bit further. Now the travel costs an extra £100. Shit, I could have done without that. Oh, the boilers just broke. Well, we don't have insurance because we can't afford it. We have to call somebody out. How much is that? Fuck, I don't want to tell you. It's £800. Oh, we don't have £800. What are we going to do? Well, let's borrow it from your mother. She's got it. So now, okay, you owe your wife's mother some money. Shit, this doesn't feel good. My manliness is being, you know, contested here. Now their family, the the your wife's mum, your mother-in-law, is going... You sure you want to be with him? You know, can he really put money on the table? You know, he still owes me 800 quid. You know, and now there's family quarrels. This shit goes deep, okay? Just saying on the surface, oh, Chris, you're materialistic. You think women are going to like you just for money? No. Women will like you because of your life setup, okay? I don't care. Like, people say, oh, you know, I've got the best game in the world. I've got the best chat in the world. I promise you, your personality is not better than mine. If you can sit on camera for 30 minutes and engage a giant audience like I do, go ahead, send me the video. Zero editing, too. This is top of the dome. I don't stop. There might be a stop in this video because the battery went. Watch one of my videos that goes on for like an hour or two. I don't stop. I can talk continuously. I do lessons in body language. I've slept with hundreds of fucking women. It's not hard. It's like you're, to, you use it as an excuse. A lot of you guys out there are fucking pussies. And I've got, like, classes in session, I've got to teach you this shit. The personality thing, I've ticked it. The game thing is fucking natural to me. I know how to talk to women. I've been able to talk to women since I was, like, fucking six years old. It doesn't bother me. But yet, guys are like, you have no idea. You really trust me. When I spit my game, it's like, you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to fall flat on your face. You have no idea. Like, there's a Meek Mill song where it's levels to this shit. It's called Levels. He talks about there's levels to this shit. And he talks about how, um, at the start, he's like, women like women like men that spend money, not talk about it. And um, I remember there was an Andrew Tate podcast as well, I can't remember which one it was, but he was talking about how, like, women's vaginas will just dry up if you're like, do you want to go halves on this, babe? Do you know what I mean? They, they don't want you to be in, like, Tesco doing your food shopping and be like, hmm, we can get a good discount on this, but hang on, babe. That's a bit expensive. Let's see if we can find a cheaper version. I've actually brought these coupons, which will give us £20 off. Fantastic. Like, guys, I'll admit that's smart as fuck. And if you're on your own, probably do it, okay? The more money you can save and put into your business and whatever, yeah, do it. But do it on your own. Do that when you're growing, do that when you're building at the start. That's an independent fucking man thing. Don't get in a relationship or get with a woman and be like, hey, on wednesdays the cinema's half price let's go then she's gonna be like oh god that's oh, disgusting why would a woman do that it's smart they that's just how their brains work they don't like it they like you to spend money they like you to be like i've got it don't worry babe i can pay for that it's not a problem you know rather than mm, it's a little bit expensive they just want you to just be like you want that house babe done you want that car babe done we can afford it we can get there and if you can't, they want you to go back to the drawing board, back to work, get a promotion. Man shit, I handled this. I bought my ex a laptop once. She needed a laptop. I was like, I got you, bought it, done. And she was like, Wow, that was some like she was like, that was some top level shit, you just bought it out of the blue. And she didn't say those exact words, but she was like, You like stepped up there. She was like, Thank you. She didn't she didn't ask for it, I just went and got it. I was like, You need it for work? I'll get it for you, done. She didn't have the money at the time. I was like, I'll do it. She wanted me more because of that. You know, we had sex that night. Like, it turns women on. It's just something that they like. They don't want you to sit there and be like, "Oh, I don't know. Those bills are a bit high. Let's do some number crunching." It just makes you look like a loser. It's like you don't. Guys don't like to sit there and watch their woman get fat. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't want like a woman wouldn't want to watch their boyfriend get beat up. Like it works in the same way. You'd be like, "Ah, oh, he's a pussy. Damn. Fuck." It's the same with money. You don't think money's important. If you think that you can just ride away on this Disney sunset with a woman that's going to love you forever because she's not interested in Armani suits and the materialistic things and Lamborghinis and Rolexes, you don't understand what comes next in life. You don't understand that sometimes shit goes wrong in the house. Sometimes your car breaks down. Sometimes your missus might end up fucking crashing the car and you've got to pay for that shit. Now, how are you going to react to that? Your kids might come home and be like, I was playing football today at school, scuffed up my shoes. They were £60 shoes, I've got to buy you another pair. You think I made the money? Your family just don't want to hear it. We're, we're men. We have to just be like, like, tell the kid off and be like, come on, have some respect. But your missus don't want to hear you sat, like, sat there just complaining all the time about, I don't have the money for this. I don't have it drains on you. I've, I've lived it. I've been in that scenario when I was younger, me and my ex-girlfriend in the early days. It was horrible. I didn't have that type of cash. I didn't have that type of money. So, everything that we did, it was always like, yeah, but how much is it? Is it cheaper? And it eventually drains on you. You know, oh, I'm in debt. I've been figuring this out. She said at one point, she was like, I used to, I used to hate getting calls from you at lunch. She was like, because it used to, I used to call her and be like, all right, babe, I've sorted this out. I've sorted this out. You know, I've taken this deal, I've put this in place, I've put that on hold, so I've got enough to get to that month. In three months' time, I should be out of this shit. And then, for those of you who don't know, my business got deleted. I took loans at the start and I had to pay them off to get back on my feet. It was a shit show, it was an absolute nightmare. All my income just dried up overnight. And then I had to kind of build up to get my way back to where I was. And like talking to her about this shit and being like, it's knocked me back this far. I've gone into arrears on this loan. I'm gonna to have to pay this off. I'm gonna to have to go there. I'm gonna to have to do this. I'm just going to the bank now and just pay this off. This is the final payment. I'm so drained. You know, I'm gonna walk home tonight because I can't afford the train. I'll be back an hour and a half late. She doesn't want to hear it, and she shouldn't be suffering with me. This is the point I'm making. She's a young, beautiful woman. She does. She doesn't need to. She could. She's got other options. She's stuck with me. She didn't need to. That is why one day I'll put a million pound in that girl's bank account. I. I I'll do it. I don't care. I'll have like billions in my bank account. I won't care. I'll just put it in. It won't even be a thing. I'll just be like, sort code account number. Bang, done, sent. Like, it, it, it won't bother me. That's how much that loyalty meant to me. But the scenario still wasn't right. Now, if we had met today, where I'm in a much better financial situation, I've paid all the debts off, I'm making about three times more than I was for my nine-to-five job. I'm less stressed. I've been in the gym. I look better. Shit doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I've got more time. I'm Like, the relationship would work perfectly. But I see it as like, shit, I'm really on a roll now. And I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to see how far I can take this. So that the same shit doesn't creep back up on me when I'm like 50 years old. I'm not like, shit, I'm going to have to go back to a factory job. These kids are costing me a shit ton of money. That you've got to put your platforms in place, your foundations. That's what I didn't do when I was younger. I do that now. I take care of number one. I take care of myself. And for people to be like, a woman's going to love me for me, it's so arrogant. It's so arrogant to assume that your personality and who you are is such a shining light, she will never find another man attractive. She's going to love you for you. It's some Hollywood Disney bullshit. Like, It's the biggest egotistical thing in the world when guys say to me, I shouldn't have to make money and get in great shape and make myself look better just to impress a female. Like I said, if you don't do it, I will. Somebody else will. Like, you're going to miss out. It's just giving yourself an advantage in life. But so many guys have got this giant ego. Women should want me for me, for who I am. you are fuck all, kid. you are fuck all. We all are. We're all going to be forgotten about 10 minutes after we die. Like, stop thinking you're some special fucking thing rolling around with a great game and a great personality you know, it's just the cockiest, egotistical shit I've ever seen in my life. If more men developed self-accountability and dropped their egos, they'd kill it in life. Even guys who don't think they've got an ego, they've got a giant ego, trust me. They're not willing to do the necessary work to get to where they, they want to go. Like, oh, the women that are beautiful, they sh- they should want me, because I've got a great personality. She just wants good-looking guys. She just wants rich guys. She's got horrible personality, you know, if she did have a good personality, she'd be with somebody like me. It's like, that sounds so egotistical when you stop and break it down. You know, oh, that guy over there, he's wealthy. Yes, yeah, probably dad's money. Like, just stop with all this shit. Just stop. Like, you've just got to evolve, guys, to a certain level. Like I've said recently, my ex-girlfriend is currently with another guy. We hung out the other day because we got a little dog together, so I went to see my dog. We hung out, we went for a walk. She just like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing someone else. So I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Right, my first assumption is probably good-looking guy, earns a lot of money, in good shape. By default, because I'm like, well, he has to be. She's an attractive woman. She has millions of options. Like, millions of guys would fuck her like that, right? My ego just went, eh, I I don't care. Like, of course, that's probably the scenario. What did I expect? She was going to sit at home on her own and go, I'll wait for you for the next five years. Like, no. Like, but guys have got such massive egos. Do you know what I mean? And... Honest to God, if you can tick that box, guys, you can get that shit out of the way and you can start taking self-accountability for what you do and you can drop that whole Disney shit, your life will improve dramatically overnight. Now, the next one is love is just convenience, okay? And this this one makes me laugh. This one really does make me laugh. It's like so many guys believe that there's like a one out there. This is the perfect one. She's going to love me forever. She's, you know, we found each other. It was fate. And you go, okay, let me break this down, kid. Are you two roughly the same age? Yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll come back to that. Do you two live in the same area? Yeah, weird that, isn't it? Everybody in the world, the one was in the area that I lived in. Okay, where did you meet? Did you meet at like a dance class or at school or something like that? Yeah, we did actually, we met at a dance class. We got similar interests and everything. It's crazy how we're so compatible. Okay, yeah. You seeing the picture that I'm building here, buddy? That it's not really love, it's just compatibility. Sorry, it's not really love, it's just convenience. Like, what is the chances, right? That the one for you, the perfect woman for you that you're going to fall in love with is the one that lives in your area. The world's a big place, there's a lot of people. But the one was the one that lived in your area. The one was the one that went to your exact dance class. You know, the one was the one that was the exact age as you. Do you know what? Women that are like under 25, Most they're quite annoying. Most are quite annoying. The nicest women on the planet are like 40 to 50 years old. Great personalities, a lot more humble. They've been through some shit, nicer conversation, a lot more intelligent. That would be ideal, right? If that's what love is, that would be the ideal scenario. You know, love is blind, as they say. Okay, looks don't matter, Chris. Looks don't matter. Materialistic shit. You're a horrible person. You're ego-driven. Okay, sure. Why aren't you fucking a 60-year-old woman who can teach you things, you can have great time with, you know, who's always free, so she, you know? Well, the reason you're not is because you want to be with a young, attractive woman because it's beneficial to you. Can you see my point, guys? But everybody says, oh, we're going to fall in love and live together forever and we're going to build a castle and it's going to be some fairy tale, me and Cinderella, like, grow the fuck up. Like, most of this shit is the selfish gene by Richard Dawkins. What is relevant to you? What fits your life? What matches you? What is beneficial to you? She's got a big pair of tits. Perfect. That means she can feed my kids. She's got a fat ass. Okay, extra fat storage. It helps with brain development. Wide hips. Good for childbirth. You're just doing shit for yourself. She's youthful. Great. Kids are going to be healthier. More chance of, you know, her having more kids. There's There's not a lot of love in this, guys okay, you can bond with a person, but I guarantee the woman that you're in love with, if you went to another country, right, and met a random woman across the other side of the planet, you could fall in love with her too, if you spent enough time with her best friend, you could fall in love with her too, if you spent enough time with her sister, you could fall in love with her too, oh actually, she's a really nice person, we really get along, and we were watching TV the other day, and we had a great laugh, it's like, Guys, how many more times do you want me to say this? Love is just convenience. Who's available to you? How many stories have you heard of, like, a couple are together, the woman goes to work, what what not? and, uh, the be- like, let's say there's a couple that's together, her best friend is like, I just need a place to stay. Oh, sure, you can stay at our place, you know, for, like, six months, whatever. The woman goes to work, turns out her friend is fucking her man. I've-, I've heard, like, 20 stories about this. I know one story, top of my head. There was a guy... With this woman that I knew, they used to go to football, he used to play football, she used to drive, he used to have a couple of beers. They dropped his friend off, so what they used to do is go past their own house. The guy used to get out and say, I'm going to go and have a shower, so when you come back, I'll be ready, babe, whatever. This girl used to drive up to this guy's house, fuck him, and then come back. Right, a lot of this shit is convenience. How did they get to know each other? They were sat next to each other in the car, probably telling a few jokes, probably having a good laugh. Do you know what I mean? Come in, see the house. Oh, he's a really nice guy. It's like anybody's nice given time. Like, sex with any girl becomes addictive. You know, you do it two, three times, you're like, oh, I'm starting to like her. She's really nice, actually. She's a really good person. Like, it's the same story time and time again. And it's not to say that somebody won't be more beneficial for you. It's not to say that because somebody, you know, if somebody grows up in the same areas as you, they're going to have similarities, which means that it makes life easier. I understand all that in terms of compatibility, okay? There might be a language barrier, whatever. I understand all that. But at the same time, to think that there was just one person on the planet that could suit your needs, you know, there would never be anybody better. It's like usually that just comes from limited options, okay? And the limited options usually comes from the lack of finances, like I said earlier the lack of setting your life up properly, the lack of having things in place, which leads to people settling, which leads to guys being depressed and being like, oh, you know, my woman went off with someone else. You know, you you have like, here's one thing that happens. Man and woman get together. They stay in, they have takeaways. They get fat together, okay? Fat man, wildly unattractive. 25, 30% body fat woman, wildly attractive. Completely different scenario. She gets fed up with you. He's not really pulling his weight. Oh, babe, I thought you loved me for me. She goes off with some stud of a guy. He's left. You know, he now needs like a three-year body transformation just to be able to get anybody again. Yeah, but being overweight shouldn't be a reflection of who you should be with or what options you can get. Really, guys? It says a lot about you. It says a lot about your personality type. So instead of sitting there and whinging and, oh, she left me. Oh, why don't girls love me for me? Like I said, take some self-accountability. Hold your hand up and say, maybe I have let myself go. Maybe I don't look as good as I used to. You know, all these little things, all these little components that I'm telling you right now, it's like my most important video. All of this shit is like 90% of the game, but people just don't see it. My next point, guys, is to always be fully dependent on yourself. This relies on emotions, happiness, finances, your mental health, etc. Don't ever put the power of those things in somebody else's hands. I've done it recently with YouTube. You guys know. I said I want to do my men's streaming platform so that 100,000 feminists can't come along on Twitter and be like cancel culture. And the pressure changes the game. It's my platform. Who are you telling to cancel? Who's going to do it? It's not going to be me. I'm not going to cancel myself, am I? I own the platform. Power's in my hands. People sign up if they want to sign up. Right? You've got to put systems like that in place. And that that accounts for your finances as well. That accounts for your emotional as well. Because all these guys that are wishy-washy, living this Disney life, that are like, she loves me for me. We're going to be together forever. All this bullshit, princess shit. You will get to a point where the relationship isn't going too well. You will get to a point where things will be tested. You'll get to a point where she might start finding somebody else a little bit more attractive. She gets to that point where she's been sleeping with you for like five, six, seven, eight years. Might want to try something different. It just happens to everybody. And then if you end up going your separate ways, what you left with. You've put your entire, all of your chips on this woman. On this shit working. You know, you've gone down the love route. You've said, Chris is wrong about finances and materialistic things. I don't need an Armani suit, a Rolex and a Lamborghini to be happy. Okay, fair enough, you know. But what you've forgotten is the money to buy those things probably could have made you happy because it's going to prevent a lot of shit along the way. And if a woman did leave you, you'd be like, hey, I'm set up financially, emotionally I'm secure, mental health is good, I've got all my own assets, I've got options, I've stayed in shape along the way. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely secure here. You know, she's an idiot for leaving. You watch this. I can replace her like that. And you give yourself that freedom. You give yourself those options. Because you see so many guys sitting on the sofa night after night with this woman, eating kebabs, getting out of shape, getting a big puffy face, not looking as good as they used to. And then one day, I don't know how these guys don't see it coming, but she's just like, you know, she drops in little hints about the gym, drops in little hints about diet. Baby, you're getting a little bit big. Then one day she's just like, I'm leaving you, I met someone else. Yeah, she's in floods and tears, she feels terrible. Yeah, she probably does, probably hurts a little bit, but women will always go after what they want. They will always pursue those life goals. They always want to make sure that they're protected. And these wishy-washy guys on my channel that are like, she'll love me forever, I'll find the one. Guys, trust me, your system doesn't work. I've seen it fall apart a million times before. And the guy is left heartbroken. He's relying on her for everything. He hasn't chased his finances because he thought, I've got a woman now. I'll get a lot lazier. You know, I won't have to earn all that money because she loves me for me. He's got out of shape because he's let himself go because he's like, she loves me for me. You know, this is true love, not what that idiot promotes, where he's, you know, he's sleeping with all these gold diggers that are just interested in him for his money. And then she leaves you and you're left on your own. She can replace you like that. You can't replace her. Because no other woman's stupid enough now to be with you because you've dropped. You were at this level when you met, you're now like down here when she leaves you. And that's what a lot of women will do. They'll leech you for every single penny accidentally, and then when your shit isn't going well, they'll bounce. Yeah, but if the woman loves you for you, she'll stay. Trust me, I've explained to you, it's the selfish gene. People go after what they want, and you've got to depend on yourself and no one else. And that is why in those early years, building up to the male advantage, I tell you guys, from like 16 to like fucking 35, if you would, put your shit in order. Fitness, looks, you know, appearance in terms of like dress sense, hygiene, finances, assets, whatever, the foundation of which your life is going to be built on, all of your time given to yourself, put all that in place, build yourself up. Because if anything goes wrong, you still have all that in place. But go and I'm going to put all my chips on marriage. It's going to be me and this woman. We're going to Bonnie and Clyde it till the end. And then she fucks off. Like, you just, you cannot rock through life with no plan. You've got to have things in place. Otherwise, it just ends badly. It just, it ends so badly. I've seen it a million times, guys. I've seen these men that are like, oh, we're in love, we're married, we've been together forever. And then she just fucks him financially, or gets bored, and they get bored of each other. Maybe he gets bored of her, but he's let himself go, or maybe they've like fallen out, and it's like, you've got to move on now. How are you going to attract someone else? You don't have any options. You haven't built your life in that sense. You're going to go and find the one again? So now you've just fucked up your own system. Oh, she was the one. She was the one that loved me. She was the one that was going to love me regardless. Well, now we've gone our separate ways. I guess she wasn't the one. I'm going to go and find another one. Do you see how stupid the system is? And the reason I keep banging on and promoting this shit, guys, is because it leaves men in difficult situations. Like, and it's always somebody is going to pick up a damsel in distress. If a woman's got seven kids, somebody's going to pick up. Somebody's going to be like, yeah, I'll take the reins. I fancy a little bit of sex. She's below my level or she's, she's above my level, or whatever, like in terms of looks or whatnot. That's a good catch for me she's on my level, whatever, you know, she looks attractive, she's better than my ex, like, I'll jump ship, someone's always going to do it, whereas as a man, who's going to pick up an unsuccessful man, nobody wants a grown child, no woman wants to be like, I'll take that on, unless she's just the lowest possible level going, and she's like 10 years older than you, it's, you're just, you're just not giving yourself the best life setup. But to be like, oh, it's all Lamborghinis and whatever, and Chris, I prioritise my kids and whatnot. Like, I've just destroyed that. I've just shown you exactly why that shit doesn't matter. If you go and prioritise family and kids and marriage and whatever, and you focus nothing on finances, you will end up being a terrible father and a terrible husband. Because you just won't be around, you'll always be tired, you'll always be working, you'll never have enough money to execute on this shit. You know, if this is what money can do for you, okay? It can turn you into the perfect man. It can turn you into the perfect husband. It can turn you into the perfect boyfriend. It can turn you into the perfect father. It can turn you into the head of the family who looks after everybody else. Somebody in your family gets ill, bang, pay for treatment. Wow, what a good guy. You know, money didn't change him. It's like, no, he was the same person. He just couldn't do that before. He didn't have the money. like I said, one of your kids needs school clothes. Bang, there we go. Paid for. What a great dad. What a great dad. I can't fault him. And your wife loves you. You have sex that night. Fantastic. You know, life's going well. It's a ripple effect from being able to afford shit. Like I said, you pay for somebody's treatment when they're ill. You pay for, you know, somebody has a disabled child in the family and you're like, here's 50,000 for for facilities so that you can... um, pull the harnesses in etc for when he or she gets older what a family man you know oh he gives money to charity he's doing charitable causes if you're broke you won't be able to do that number one you can't give the money to charity number two you don't have the spare time because you're always working to put money on the table you're always stressed you're not thinking about anybody else rich people are really nice people they give a lot of things away because they've got time they sit there and they go hmm you know, I've got things, I, I've like ticked all the boxes that I wanted in life, I've got a spare five hours, I've got people in place working for me, making me money, my life setup's great, I'm going to go and help the local community. You always see rich people doing it, they're always like the head of the community. Let's fund this project, let's put this in there for the kids, and people are like, what a great guy. That's what it all stems from. That's what it stems from, it's a massive ripple effect. But to assume that it's all Armani suits, Lamborghinis and Rolexes, guys, this, it's fun. That's fun, but it's the different, money is the difference between getting up in the morning, looking out the window, seeing it's raining and being like, I just really don't want to go to work today and not having to. Right? You probably should, but you don't have to. Like, you don't have to call your boss and be like, one of my family members just died. Can I have the day off? You can just go. You could have been with your family member for the whole two weeks, whatever. I was just allowed to spend seven months with my dad because I was able to run my business from home. That is what money is about. That's the true meaning. But it's just—it's just been getting on my nerves. That's why I had to make this video. I had to like express everything, get it out of my head, because I don't think you guys understand what money can do. Like the older guys do, because they've been through shit and they've seen. Oh, money would have prevented that. Money would have prevented that. And then they see what it can do to, in order of attracting women. And it's not, hey, look at me and my Ferrari. Come on over. Oh, I want you now. That's an eighteen-year-old's way looking of looking at shit. She might not be impressed by the Ferrari, but it signifies a lot of shit. If she's been with a guy who's who's been broke, that Ferrari thing is like well we'll never have to worry. We'd take a decent amount of holidays. You know, if we had kids they'd be provided for. Life's gonna be a lot less stressful. You know, obviously like obviously she's gonna be like sell the Ferrari, get a family car, we you know, you don't need to be showing off anymore. That's what it is. It's just almost like a sign of peacocking to draw the attention, but then she'll want you to change. She'd probably love you more if you had, like, a nice Range Rover and it was more sophisticated, you know, and you you were dressing like a dad. She'd probably be like, oh, I really love him more. Do you know what I mean? Like, women are inclined to do that sort of thing. What I'm saying is if your washing machine breaks, you can buy another one immediately. If the boiler breaks, you can buy another one immediately. If somebody in her family is ill, you can buy her a ticket immediately and she flies out. Oh, what a great guy you are. You know, it's those little acts of love and kindness like that that money can do. But for people being like, oh, yes, yeah, she just wants you for your money, it's like you have no idea, man. You have no idea about the motivation, the self-discipline, the lack of ego, the self-like kind of self-worth that that individual has now because they've built themselves up to that high level. Like all the traits that comes with it, the focus, the sacrificing, not going out on nights out, going two years without women, for example. These are admirable things, coupled in with all the other shit. My advice to you would be go out there and go out into the world and live, okay? I I thought a lot of people when I made this channel would just follow the system, follow the blueprint, follow the male advantage book, and they would avoid all the problems that I went through, and they'd all make it. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. It seems like there's going to be a lot of resistance. And I think what's going to happen, and millions of people are going to eventually watch my videos, three quarters are going to fuck off and go and live their lives and then stop and one day it's going to click and they're going to go that bold motherfucker was right i'm going to shoot back to his channel what was it called again first man i'm going to re-watch a lot of those old videos i'm getting this already getting a lot of people going chris i argued with you a year ago i argued with you six months ago i just want to apologize you were right she left me she was cheating on me You know, as soon as I started focusing on my business, she became really distant, built another life, found another boyfriend in the meantime. I'm not wrong about this shit, guys. It's just a lot of it is comprehending it. It comes from life experience. I'm 29, okay? I'm not old, but I've seen a decent amount of shit. I've seen seen a lot more shit than a 29-year-old should. I've lived a lot more scenarios than a 29-year-old should. I know about a lot of these things, okay? If you're like 18, 19 years old right now, please listen to that advice. Please set your life up in that sense. And if you don't get it yet, my advice would be go out into the world, go and do the love thing, go and have some relationships, go and get your heart broken, go and work a nine-to-five job, go and walk to work in the cold rain in the morning, you know, and you get splashed by a fucking car and you're just having a bad day and your boss is shouting at you. The woman that you were messaging or trying to meet up with, she's fucking someone else or you're, you saw her in public. And then start to realize, actually... This whole, I'll do it myself, I want women to love me for me shit, money that not important. Suddenly, you sh- it starts to click. Suddenly, you start to see the big picture and you go, I'm just fed up. It's like the reason, like with OnlyFans, I blame the guys that pay for the OnlyFans. I don't blame the girls. I've seen girls in offices, they get hit up by every guy. They're sat behind the reception desk, young, beautiful woman, getting paid nothing, right, guys? Getting paid like... 18,000 a year, not enough to pay her bills, lives at home with her parents, she's like, I want a better life, this is shit, and you've got all these fucking fat old bold guys coming over and going, hey beautiful, you right? what are you up to this weekend, can I get your number, one after the other, just creeping on her, just like making an excuse to go over to the desk, she's walked to work that day in in the rain, she just feels like shit, she's like, where's my life going, like I want to do something, a wealthy guy comes along and says, look, I'll change the game. You know, or well, she goes on OnlyFans and she makes 10 grand per month. I don't blame them. It's better to be sat on a beach in a bikini, you know, enjoying your life, having some nice food and a cocktail, than it is to be sat behind the desk with fucking Darren, Paul and Steve coming up to you going, Hey, you right, babe? You know, like, accidentally squeezing your tits as they brush past. Like, I get that. I get that. And when you guys go out into the world and you suffer for a few years, when you finally work your money up... And then a massive bill comes out or something pops up that you didn't see. Is it really that time of year for car insurance again? Fuck, another £1,000? Now I'm back down to zero. When you start going through this and you realise the 9-to-5 job isn't quite cutting it, it's not really paying the bills, All my goals are up here, this is what I want to accomplish. I want to get married, I want to have kids, I want to have three kids and I want a house on a farm. Don't forget this shit costs money, you can't pay for that with chocolate kisses. So then suddenly you go, well I'll work hard at my 9-to-5 job. For how long, man? For how long? Might take you twenty years to save up for that type of shit. So like, people might say Lamborghini, Armani suit, Rolex, whatever. Exchange those for kids' house mortgage. They're about the same fucking price. So to be honest, the Lamborghini, whatever, it's probably all cheaper. It, to be honest, it is cheaper. It's roughly the same price, but I think it is slightly cheaper. It's like, this is how stupid people have got now. Lamborghini, Armani suit, Rolex. You know, it's all materialistic shit. It's pointless the fucking mortgage marriage and two kids cost like double as much as all of that shit so who's the materialistic one who's actually living minimalistically you know the guy who's moaning at me saying oh you'll you'll never have a decent family you'll never be spending time with your kids your kids are going to hate you they're going to hate you because you're never going to be around i can book a whole year off i can book five years off i can book 10 years off i can watch them grow up i can work part-time i can take Fridays, saturdays and sundays off You're going to have to work double shifts. You're going to have to work night shifts. You're never going to get to see them. When you're at home, they're at school. When you're at work, they're at home. I mean, this video needed to be made. I hope it helps, guys. If you want to grab our Men's Lifestyle Supplement Male Advantage e-book or my personal workout and diet plan, all links are in the bio.